Welcome to the Screw It Podcast with the always inspiring Carlos Jones, author of Screw It, the book. Get your copy now on Amazon. He's the lead pastor of Inspiration Church, a sought-after business strategist for Fortune 500 companies, entrepreneurs, and startups. Together, he and his wife are the owners of five successful businesses launched in the last 10 years. He is God-motivated, resilient, passionate, thick-skinned, and unashamed. The Screw It Podcast is real life, real talk with real people about the ups and downs of love, life, and everything in between. From relationships to redemption, race to religion. If you said screw it to it, we're probably talking about it. Join our host now, Carlos Jones. We are here and we are really excited about today's subject. You know, the Screw It Podcast is all about leaps of faith. And Pastor Carlos is going to be sharing a business opportunity that ended up being a screw it moment for him. And he's going to share how he turned it into a screw it moment of faith. I'm talking about Turo. Have you ever heard of Turo? Well, if you haven't, we'll be talking about it today. If you've been following Pastor Carlos, you've seen him and heard him talk about the success he has been experiencing and has now been sharing the success with others, including myself. So get ready for the Screw It podcast, because in life, you're going, you're going to screw it. You have to trust God and just do it. Here to share more about our subject today is Pastor Carlos. Pastor Carlos, it's Boom, boom, boom. Thank you, Pastor Jordan. It's a great day to be alive. It's a great day to share information, and I'm excited about this topic, man, because it has changed uh, the financial situation for my family, uh, for our church, for what we're able to do for folks. And I definitely want to be able to encourage folks that um, are looking for a different stream of income and be able to do something that's not that difficult to do. And uh, hopefully I can share something that will inspire you today. So what is Turo? I know you guys are asking. That's what I asked two years ago uh, and how I got on this. So Turo is a car sharing platform where you can list your vehicle for free uh, and it's sort of like an Airbnb but for cars. cars. So you can put your car on this particular app. Uh, People can rent them out either from your house or a different destination of your choosing and uh, they can take it for an hour, they can take it for a day or they can take it for a month and uh, you're providing income. It'll cover your note Uh, and I think that it is going to be something that is going to be life-changing especially uh, after uh, COVID-19 and what Enterprise and these other car rental places have done, uh, they sold off their cars. So guess who's in line for right now? Turo. If you are if you are a, um, a a lender or if you have a car on the platform right now, business is booming, and so it's exciting to be able to talk about that. Had you heard about Turo before? Uh, uh, actually, I hadn't. So I had heard about Airbnb, and I actually did Airbnb a couple times, but Turo I had not heard about and okay. did not use it. So yeah, man, it was a, a first and a new for me. Yeah, and it's been about how long have you been on, about a year? Uh, I've been on Turo for about. 11 months. 11 oh, months. Probably about 10 months. Okay. 10 months. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. So it's almost been a year. Yes, sir. Uh, and I've been doing it uh, for two. So I think we're going on a year uh, number three, man. And it has been an exciting ride. So why did I choose Turo? Um, Turo, so there's a couple of different uh, apps or platforms that you can uh, rent cars. There's Get Around, there's Hire Car, and then there was Turo. And I chose Turo because it seemed like it had the cleaner look. Uh, It seemed like it was simpler to be able to navigate, and it was in Houston. So with these other other apps, they're not as popular in Houston in this market, and so Turo was probably the leader, and so that's why I was able to choose Turo for that. 
Um, so let's talk about how I got started, why I got started, how did I get in this mess. So long story short, I pray every day, right? So I pray, I ask God to give me direction. And uh, even in that direction, sometimes you make mistakes or you think they're mistakes. Right, right. And so uh, I, I hooked up with a guy and uh, he was uh, buying cars from the auction. And the car that I had, it was a Kia uh, Cadenza. You ever heard of a Kia Cadenza? I have. Yeah. Yes, so sir. before the Kia Cadenza, I had never heard of it. And the only reason that I purchased the Kia Cadenza was because uh, I had purchased a Jeep, uh, but the sunroof was broke. And so I was looking for another car because I had already, uh, you know, gave the money to the dealership. And the next car that I saw that was really nice was the Kia Cadenza. Perfect car. I uh, had all of the amenities. Nobody really knew what it was. People always asking me, what is that? You know, and so that's what it was. And so I met this guy through the auction. And he was going to buy me a, a newer Kia Cadenza. It was a 2016, fewer miles, uh, had more uh, of the features in the package that was great. And so it was, I was going to take that one, sell the other one, and then I was just going to make my note the same way. Well, uh, I was driving down, the sh down 288 in Houston, Texas. My wife is in the car. My kid's in the car. And while we're in this newly bought car that we bought from the auction, this 2016 Kia Cadenza, the engine goes out uh, in the middle of good. traffic. And so there was a lot of construction during that time because they were building the uh, tollway. Right. And so here we are stuck in the middle of traffic on the side of the road with a car we just bought like two or three days ago mm. and the engine is, is gone. So I remember my mother-in-law pulling up behind us. We had to push the kids through the trunk to make sure that they didn't get hurt. Wow. It was a whole fiasco. I think I had to climb over the car. It was crazy. And so uh, the good thing is, is, is going through, if you ever buy a car from the auction, you can get it PSI. And if you get it PSI, that means that it comes with a level of protection. So I was able to return the car to the auction, but the only problem is they weren't going to give me my money back. They were only going to give me credit. Wow. So then I had to get another car. So I got another car. So here I am with two car notes. Uh, my original plan didn't work out, and I needed to do something with this other car. And so I remember one Sunday I talked to uh, Pastor Chris after church, and I said, man, I got this other car, and I wish they had something that was like Airbnb but for cars. And he was like, they do. It's called Turo. And so at that moment, everything else kind of changed my life and the trajectory the trajectory of where uh, my finance will go after that. So uh, the same week, I put that Kia Cadenza on Turo, and boom, like that, I started to make some money. Uh, it was good. I think my card note at the time was about 400 bucks. Um, and I think at the end of that first month, I made like 600. But after I did parking fees, after I did oil changes, after I did all of that, I really wasn't making any money. Uh, it looked good because money was coming in, but as, as soon as it was coming in, it was going back out. And so as I started to do my research, I was like, you know what? I need to get a car that people know about. People didn't know about the Kia Cadenza. It's nice. It, it had the uh, panoramic sunroof, heated, cool seats, uh, navigation, all of the buttons that you would desire, but nobody knew about it. So it's like having a really, really cool deal, but nobody knows what it is. And so I had to, to keep my prices cheaper. And so after I did that, I was able to go ahead and uh, get into a position where I started to do my research and get better cars. So the second car that I got to put on Turo was a Ford Mustang. Ford Mustang convertible 2017. And then I got a Jeep Wrangler. And that's when I started to see the money start rolling in. And as I continue to, to do that, uh, it just got better and better and better. And I think about that time, you had just uh, bought the Jeep. Yeah, I had just got um, the Jeep that was 20, 19. I want to say, yeah, 19. 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you got yes, the sir. Wrangler. And then I bought a Wrangler. So yeah. we had Wranglers. And, but yours was like, 
dope though. Like, yeah, yeah, tell, was, tell uh, us about the the customizations you did with yours. Uh, I just put uh, red seats on the inside and some red accents uh, on red a, leather a seats great, guys. on a gray um, on a gray uh, Jeep. And then you put the red accents on the outside. You had the grill, had the that was it was nice. Matter of fact, I saw it after you sold it. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, oh, that's I actually actually I was at Kroger last night buying the wife something to drink, and it was parked in front of me. Yeah. Literally. Did you go see if your old key work? No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> so so that was great. So at that moment, uh, money was coming in, uh, and then I was like, man, this is pretty cool. So me and Pastor Jordan, he he had just come on. Uh, to the church and so he was helping me to move some stuff around he would follow me sometimes to go get cars and uh you wound up trading your car in because you had a baby right yeah so uh my daughter uh was born and um at that time i think i believe a guy had a jeep and he, it flipped over and he fell out and so i went and did some research and looked at their rollover rate matter of fact the rollover rate was always bad but when i was single yeah, yeah i didn't care it was about me you know yeah. i have motorcycles and i would drive anything but with her coming i wanted to be more responsible so i went to go get another car so, uh, so, so he didn't family. just get another car because another car sounds like a Corolla yeah. or a Honda. Nah, but he went. He he went and got a car. What what type of car did you get? <laughs> I'm really not into uh, you know all that type of stuff. Sharing all that, but I went and got a um, a sedan, a, a gold sedan, uh, Maserati. <laughs> gold sedan, Maserati. <laughs> there we go. And uh, so we had this car, uh, and I think about that time. I think I bought the Porsche, the yeah. Panamera. Um, and so I was like, man, you need to go ahead and put that on Turo. But there were some reservations that yeah, you had sure. with that because he saw me doing it. But still, people can see you doing certain things, but that doesn't mean that they'll actually jump into it. And so um, I wound up putting the, the Panamera on there. It was doing good. And then uh, what made you actually say yes to doing it? Because I know you were so, like real apprehensive. Uh, at, at that point, what happened was, well, why, why, why did I, why did I uh, take that step? Oh, we just kept talking about it. Yeah. We kept yeah. talking about it. We kept talking about it. And then at that point, what happened was is I ended up getting another car. Uh, because okay. a situation happened where um, where someone who I knew that's they right, they, right, they were right. getting ready to get rid of their car and it was at a really great price and so uh, I was like yeah man I'll be able to take that one and then I put that on yeah. and saw how good that one was doing right. and then I start to put mine on okay, and that's how okay. it happened yeah 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 because yeah, 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 it's like you almost can't pass it up right when, it, when it's so good <laughs> like that you're like okay I'll put this one on too because yeah. people don't I can tell people like. You can make money with your car, but yeah. until they start seeing that little ding come right, in, right, those text right. messages come in, you don't really know what you want to do until you're like, man, this is this is a right. this is a, right. this is a right. game changer. This is making more money than my regular job. Right. And so I, I we just continue to add cars. Uh, and so now it's been 10 or 11 months. And what would you say? Would you recommend it to somebody? So I, I would say this. It, it's it's a it's a double head to it. it it's two sides. So okay. if you're trying to get into it, to start a business, I think it's great. If you have the leverage to start a business, I think it's amazing. But if you're just trying to get into it so you can say, I really need some extra money. I need to be able to do this from from uh, to be able to make these ends tie from here to here. I don't think it would be good in that aspect because you'll be you'll be making that money, but then you'll have to pour it back into it as far as repairs and things like that. Okay. So I see it like this, like I, I love sneakers and mm -hmm. uh, I buy sneakers, but I don't. I sell sneakers too. Don't just just not just to sell them, right. but sometimes if it's a pair, I say, oh, okay, cool, I'll sell it. But my sister loves sneakers, but she also sells them as a business. Right. So for her, the urgency is different. Okay. When a sneaker comes out, she'll travel across. Right, uh, right, right. She'll literally travel across the United States to go buy a sneaker. But for me, if I can't get it quick or if I can't get it through her, I won't care about it. Right, right. So for someone who's trying to start a business with that urgency, I think it's great. I think it's amazing. But for somebody who's saying, you know, I'm trying to do this and the money is kind of tight, then I don't think it would be great because you okay. may end up 
paying more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's some ways that there's some different plans and packages that you can do for that to kind of mitigate that. Right, I think right, it's a sixty percent right. plan. Right. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the app and kind of what that looks like as far as the coverage. Because that's what people always ask me. The number one question that people right. ask me is, what happens if somebody wrecks my car? Oh yeah. Oh what yeah. What happens? That's so there one. are there are four different packages. I believe it's a sixty six sixty percent plan, right. uh seventy percent plan, seventy five percent, eighty and eighty five. Yeah. And the, and then there's a hundred percent. Was well, a ninety percent if you have commercial insurance? Oh, okay, yeah, 90, 90, 90, yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, ninety. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, if you go with the the more cautious, this is the the real risk adverse plan. It's at sixty yeah. percent, and they cover external uh, wear and tear. So, if anything happens, they pretty much pay for it. They even cover your out of pocket expenses when right. it comes to if you need a rental car, right, right, and right, they also right, pay right. you like thirty dollars a day. So, it's pretty cool. Uh, about that one. So that one is for somebody that really doesn't have extra money to kind of get into right, it, right. but they can cover that and mm -hmm. still make money. The only problem is, is they're taking 40% of oh, everything right. that you make, which is, you know, that's, that's, that's tough when you're trying to make right. some money right. and, and really right. go about it. But we've kind of learned some tricks around that. And uh, we've, we've developed a whole community now mm -hmm. uh, here in Houston. Um, and, and we're able to kind of lead the way and to be able to do that. So you were recently married. Uh, and I asked this question because I want to talk about a little bit about my experience uh, with that as well. You're married and, and you started to do Turo. What was that like for Erica? Was she on board? Was she cool with it? Was it? Uh, well, I think I think the wife is always going to support uh, uh, what I do because she she knows that, you know, I'm not just going to do it. Just, you know, freelance. So I think that she'll support it. But I think that um, after with getting into it, we start to realize it was it it, it was like a job. It was like a yeah. full-time job. And so actually, uh, as of now, I've actually taken a step back on it because it did become like a full-time job mm -hmm. and trying to get to the airport and things like that. Right. And so um, with us, we decided to uh, make sure that we just kind of like keep it in the area that's closer okay. and then go from there. Nah, so yeah, so we, 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 did we did encounter that. Uh, and, and someone else I knew uh, encountered that, that kind of conflict between uh, the marriage. But then after you get it right, get those yeah, uh, yeah, preferences yeah. right, then yeah. it works out. Nah, yeah, because it could be a moment where it's like, book then you got to go drop it hey babe can you help me go drop it but then after you learn like no i can't take a booking within right, right. three hours then it works then it starts it, to work yeah so tour almost killed my marriage uh <laughs> it, it almost definitely like like here i got a booking right now uh hold on real quick guys it is let me take care of this okay cool um so i i the first car that i got my wife was against it well, she was against the idea because it was new. You know, my wife is real risk adverse. It was new. So she was like, ah, whatever, we could try it. So we were cool. And then after I, I saw the glimpse of success, I was like, well, let's go get another car. Mm -hmm. She was like, no, we don't need to get another car. And so, you know, I'm, I'm a visionary, right? My wife, she maintains, she's got the details. And so I go and get this other car. She's mad at me, right? So she's not talking to me, but I'm like, babe, like, this, it's going to make money. She's like, you don't know if it's going to make money. You don't know what it's going to do. We're, then we're going to be stuck with two car notes. And, and now we're going to be, I said, well, if we're stuck with two car notes, we just sell the car. Like, right. it's, it's, I mean, it's as easy as that. So I went and got the first Mustang. That was a riff in our marriage. Then I went and got the Wrangler. And every time I bought a car, she was like, this is not a good idea. All I see is mounds and mounds and mounds of debt. So what's your, what's your perspective on that, right? So I was getting car loans for these cars. Let's just say I bought the car and it was $400 a month and I was making two grand a month off of that particular car. Do you consider that mounds and mounds of debt or do you see that as more of a, an investment? Um, I would see that as an investment, but I would have to make sure that I'm making that 
100% sure every month. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm not, if it's closer to six one month or it's closer to four one month or it's closer to 1,000 one month, then it, it's too it's too shaky. So if I can understand like, okay, this is permanent, I got this, then yeah, it's definitely an investment. And, yeah. are you, and you know, when you're a visionary, you are always gonna be able to see something that other people can't. Right, you're gonna right, be able right. to see the other side, you're gonna be able to see the success. And so, you know, I think that that's a part that you have to uh, look at too. Yeah, you know? yeah, if you're a visionary, hats off to you, because uh, we definitely uh, come against some some opposition. And it's those things that you really have yeah. to push through as a business owner that uh, one of the books I was reading the other day and they said that that pain is an eliminator. It eliminates people from catching success yeah. or having greater success because That's once true. people hit that pain, if they stop, then it just allows those people that are willing to push through that pain yeah, to kind of go forward and, and go through it. So I bought the third car, and then I bought the fourth car, and then I bought the fifth car, and then I bought the sixth car. And right around the seventh or eighth car, I think my wife started to see it. Yeah. I think she caught the glimpse. And this was after maybe a year and a half of us. Being, we had to go to counseling. Like, we had to go and get help because she was like, he's he's obsessed. Like, he's, <laughs> she said, she told me, she said, you're obsessed with buying cars. I said, no, I'm not obsessed with buying cars. I'm obsessed with being able to change the, the lifestyle of my life, my children's life, and be able to invest and do those things. And that's what it's all about. Right. Um, and so I, I think we talked previously about that whole, like, gambling debt, right? Mm-hmm. So I had gotten into some gambling debt. Um, uh, you know, going down to Lake Charles. And so I needed a quicker way to pay off my debts because what I was making just from my one job, I was going to be in debt for at least 10 more years. Like, and that's not paying the minimum, but even paying a couple of hundred bucks over, I was like, no, I can't live. I got to find another stream of income. And so that was, that was the pain part, right? Because I had something that I needed to, I had a problem that I needed to solve. And so I saw this as with this particular thing, I can solve that problem easy and do it. And, and to, today I think I paid over maybe $7,000, $70,000 off in credit card debt wow. and, and, and stuff that was holding me back. But what if I didn't jump, right? Mm-hmm. What, if I, what if I said, no, I'm gonna just make sure my wife is happy and not move forward with it, then I would still be in that same place. And not, I do care about making my wife happy, but as a visionary, sometimes you have to make those tough decisions mm-hmm. for a temporary sacrifice to mm-hmm. be able to move forward and get, get to where you're going. So my wife is now, she is a Turo advocate. She actually bought a Turo shirt and hat. She wears to, <laughs> no, she wears to work. No, but she's telling all of her friends about it now. And, uh, and they actually listen to my wife more than they listen to me. And I don't know what that's all about. Maybe you can tell me why they want to listen to my wife more than me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because they're connected to her. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. But uh, when it goes to the the visionary part, man, I mean, just imagine Steve Jobs telling people, you know, I want to make a phone with no buttons, you know, but but now look at everybody's phone. Right, you know, right, right, right. people would probably tell him, dude, that's insane. We can't. Yeah. It makes no sense. I think that you just always have to push through. And that's that screw side of it. You could either say, man, screw it. They're right. You right, know, right, screw right. it. I'm 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 fearful. Or yeah. you can say, screw it. I'm going to move in faith. I know what I see and I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and, that's, and that's where I lay. That's where I hang my hat. And I understand it. You know, I think as you go through it, um, uh, you'll understand and kind of get a glimpse and understanding of who you are, right? If you're risk adverse, um, 60% plan might be for you, right. you know, just right. to, to try, try it out with your personal car. Right. But I'm... I'm all the way up. Yeah. Or know. if you're, or if you're on the other side of it, then the 90 may work. You know, for you. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. You can, if, yeah. If you can definitely get that 90. Now, here's the thing: in Houston, you cannot get commercial insurance for oh, what okay. we do right now. Wow, wow, now, wow. if you're in California, I think in Chicago and some other states, they have that uh, accessible, and right. you can make more money with that. Um, and then you just cover everything that happens through that. You know, based on that. So, what is your craziest 
Turo story. <laughs> it was actually my first trip, man. So my first trip, a guy drove the car all the way down to um, uh, South Padre. South Padre. <laughs> yeah, South Padre. And um, he drove down to South Padre. And, and I, I'm nervous, man. I'm looking at, you know, uh, the trip. You know, I'm he looking at like stuff. seven times. Like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm nervous, man. I'm like super duper nervous. And so then it comes up and, and uh, it's time for him to uh, turn the car in. But I'm like, man, I know he's not even in the area. You know, I'm just I'm just feeling it. So I, I contact him and he tell me that he's still in South Padre Island. And so all of a sudden this other guy snatches the phone and he, you know, start cussing me out. And he like, man, you know, I drive Lamborghinis and helicopters where I'm from. I'm like, dude, first of all, I know that's not true, because if it's true, you wouldn't be sitting up here talking to me about me telling you just to go rebook for an extra day. Right, right, so, right. You, you you know, that, that, that makes no sense. But anyway, I'm like, dude, get the other dude the phone, man. So the other guy gets the phone. He's like, man, I'm sorry. That's this guy I work for. Whatever, whatever. So finally he comes back the next day. Like yeah. I'm, I'm sweating all day, man. Because <laughs> your car's been gone for how long? Yeah, at, this point? at this point, it's past. Um, it's probably about ten hours. Ten hours over. Okay. Yeah, because okay. he's driving back. But how many days? Though? How many days did he book for? Uh, he booked for uh, three days. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. nervous, man. Yeah. I, I'm nervous. I can't even sleep. And so uh, finally, he pulls up, and I'm like, "Yo, man, what's going on?" He gives me uh, seven hundred dollars cash. Because, uh, you know, uh, for everything that, that went on. So he gives me $700 cash. Turo uh, charged him for the extra miles he went over, which he went over about 400 miles yeah. at a dollar a piece. That's $400. Then uh, the trip ended up being $800. Ooh. And then uh, Turo charged him again because he did smoking. 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 Yeah. Smoked in the car. That was $250. And then uh, I think the cleaning fee was $40. I think on that trip I made like $1,800. Like literally. <laughs> Three days? The first, my first, my wow. first, my first trip, I made eighteen hundred dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And uh, and then I, I'm even thinking that they even gave me more <laughs> for something else he did later. Some damage. Oh, or, oh, um, toll, toll, toll fees. Oh yeah, toll, uh, he yeah, ran yeah, the tolls, yeah, and so yeah. I end up having to do that. And they asked me, "What do I charge for that?" Right. It was like a hundred bucks, you know, yeah. over. So yeah, I end up, you know, making some some pretty good money on that. On first your trip. first trip on yeah. Toro, eighteen hundred. Yep, and that was three days. That's crazy. So I was able to pay my note probably over umpteen times <laughs> um, uh, because of that trip. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so stuff like that, it, it, make, it makes you sweat, but it keeps you on. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like the things that we go through with Christ and the things that God allows us to go through. Uh, it, it makes us sweat. It makes us be like, oh, man, I wonder is this trial right, ever going right, to end? Right, right. Then finally it comes through and we're like, okay, God, you came bad. through yeah, on that. that and then we go into another one and we start <laughs> sweating again. But but you got to always, always say screw it in those moments, man. It, it puts toward faith. So one thing that this, this business has told me is I don't really value earthly possessions. No, true. No, right? for sure. You know, for like sure. cars, for all sure. this stuff. It's metal, man. I, I agree. It, it does not. I agree. It doesn't even matter. I agree. Um, family matters, right? I agree. Uh, my wife matters. My relationships with the people around me matter. Mm -hmm. My name and my reputation matter. But cars, man, if you buy a car and you're, you're yeah. attached to the car, you have a problem. Yes. You have, yes. A, you have a problem. If you got something in your garage, you're like, I don't know. I can't do that. You have a, that's an idol for you. I totally, totally, 100% yeah. agree with you. Uh, I I know back in the day when I used to get in car wrecks, I used to almost want to commit suicide. Like like no uh -huh. like no joke. You'd be like, man, life is over, man. Like this is my car. How am I ever yeah. gonna get another one? You got into a wreck. Now I get into a wreck. <laughs> I, I I kid you not. I get into you know a fender bender or something like that. Man, it's just like okay, cool. We, we get it handled, and literally it gets handled the it next day. Yeah. You start to realize like this stuff is just metal, and and that, this has shown me that. Like yes. for 
sure, for yeah. sure. And then it shows you other things that you may right. uh, hold on to that 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 mean so much to you that you say mm, don't yeah. even matter. It, yeah, it, no, it, it definitely will show you that. Yeah, because a lot of people don't want to start because of that. You right, know? and, that, and yeah. you didn't want to start. I didn't want to start because of that. Like this, my this my baby. This my baby. And and then and then it also shows you how invaluable cars are. <laughs> you know, we start looking at cars and stuff. And that, I know that's on the other side. We, we'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah. But you start looking at cars and stuff, you start saying, wow. And when, okay. when you figure out, when you don't go to the dealer, right, or yeah. to the, the manufacturer, and you go to our people, our oh, friends yeah. that we've met oh, yeah. uh, that work on our cars, and you realize how much it costs to really yeah. get a car fixed, yeah. dude, they are taking yeah. advantage of yeah. a lot of oh, people. Oh, for sure. Like, like, you know, we pull up somewhere, you pull up with like a Bentley or yeah. a Phantom or something. People are like, ooh, you pull up to them shops. We go to they be like, yeah, what you want us to do? Because they understand, dude, it's it's metal. So our mechanic yeah. told me this. He said, um, I was, you know, in the market for a Bentley. And uh, I said, man, is it expensive to work on? He said, you see that Mustang you brought in here? We just changed the engine. He said, it's easier for me to work on the Bentley than it is for the Mustang. Yeah. I was like, what? I said, but this car costs like $200,000. Yeah. He was like, it's easier for the Bentley than it is for the Mustang. Gonna, go to Bentley, they're going to charge you more. They gonna charge I, was, you I was talking to, to uh, the guy we deal with, and he was telling me that he figured out how to take a, 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 a engine out of a Camry or something like that and put it inside of a Land Rover because it runs by, it's they the created same, by the same, same thing people, yeah. and they can run it the same way. I said, man, that's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so you you live and you learn um, and I'm doing classes now. Uh, I think you was able to jump on the first mm -hmm. class that we did. So I, was. So I, I, how I've been progressing with this is I think the first people that I did, you was I think the first person that mm -hmm. uh, got on the tour row. And then after that, it's been almost about 10 for free. After I got mm -hmm. to the 10th, I said, nah, this is this is life changing money. Like this is this is this is creating income that's more than a teacher's salary getting in a month. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that, because a lot of people live, you know, a lot of people I know live off a teacher salary, which is between three thousand, four thousand dollars a month. When I start seeing that I was doing more than that, I w I understood why people said teachers don't make enough money. Yeah, no, for sure. Now before when I was barely making fifteen hundred dollars a month. I was like, teacher salary shoes, I'm, I'm living yeah. great. You know what I'm saying? But now I see why they say that because now it has put me in a different, it's around a different group of people, mm -hmm. uh, different clientele, and I see how much these other people are being able to, to how valuable they are to the market. And I'll say it that way, not how much money they make, but they're valuable to right. the market and how people value them. What I realized in Turo is people have a lot of money. They do. And they will, I, I witnessed some college kids on a weekend, Turo was out because you know Enterprises sold all of their cars. I witnessed three kids in a room that were no cars on Turo, but one. It was a, a Jeep Wrangler like mm -hmm. you had. It was going for $800 a day. Yeah. And I witnessed these kids put their money together in college wow. Wow. and got this car. And I was like, that is. Wow. So you're talking about a note on a, a Wrangler's, maybe mm -hmm. three to $600. Yeah. And in one day, these people put their money together and, wow. and, and did it. And so it's like, you know, most of the time, because. I'm a pastor, so most of the time we're sitting on the side of donations, right? right. And we're we're looking at the financial uh, picture of the whole church and when people are giving and we know people like things are tight and we preach like that. You know, stuff is tight. You know, we, we know that God's going to make a way and we talk about the widow with the might. Nah, these people got money. They just want to spend it on on different right. things. For sure. Uh, and, and when it comes to luxury, when it comes to um, vacations, when it comes to uh, stuff like people will spend tons of money. I had a I had a lady rent my Mustang out last week. She rented it for one day, 
She called me back. It's like, okay, I'm renting for two more. Now, mind you, she's paying $100 a day for this car. Mm. At the, she just brought the car back yesterday. So it was like 10 days. She has spent $1,100 right. renting. A, and she was like, I don't have the money to do it. But every day she finds right. the money to do it. And that's, what, that's what's so mind-blowing right. is that people are willing to drop so much money just for the experience. And right. that's why we do the type of cars that we do because it creates an experience. Right. It creates uh, that, that moment of escape, that vacation, that escape that they, they want to be able to do that, man. And so now I'm up to 10 cars on Turo. Do you have two? That uh, are, actually, I'm off right now. Oh, you're off but, right but now. But I had two. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. so too that was on there. And so uh, it's money to be made in this yeah. industry. Uh, and so now one of the things that I talked about in our meeting is now buying some cars for the church so that it can be income producing for the church. And so that's the next thing that we're looking at. It's kind of a witty intervention idea. I'm like, if, if this is blessing my money, and I can pay my 10%, but what if the church gets the whole thing? You know, what if they're able to, to get that? Then that'll help us to be able to do our building fund and be able to get the land and some other things. And so we're actively looking into that right now uh, to be able to do uh, that particular thing. Now, you say your cars are off tour. What happened? Right. Um, uh, one of them got into a, a car wreck, and one of them, uh, I believe that people just been running on it too hard. Yeah. And yeah. so um, I, I took them off for a while just to be able to kind of step back, kind of mm -hmm. give them some, give them some uh, uh, Sabbath rest, yeah. as it were, <laughs> and allow them to be able to uh, uh, produce uh, better uh, yeah. for me and my family. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, what you were saying about the, uh, what you were saying about people, you know, purchasing cars and stuff at high prices, that's, that's very true. I mean, but we do it every day. Yeah. When we go out to eat, you know, yeah. it, we can go make a meal for almost two dollars, yeah. but we'll go spend thirty, and it's because it's convenient. It's mm -hmm. because it, it's 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 easier for us to do it, and that's what that app does. It makes it easy to do. Right. It makes it convenient. You the location, all that. Instead of me having to go to Enterprise, right. Hertz, stand in line, you know, that's always that's always something. Right, right. Credit card, all that. You know, it's always something. Yeah. And so um, uh, people are willing to pay for convenience. You yeah. know, uh, the shirt that I have on, I could have made it if I wanted to. <laughs> Sit down and, and make it, but it probably took me three weeks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But Turo definitely is a game changer right now, guys. Um. So if you don't know, Enterprise hurts. Uh. What's the other ones? Um. Um. Uh, uh, um Jeez, I see. I see. Yeah, I see yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, rent a rent a rent a car. Rent a car. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, dollar. Dollar. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurt. yeah. Those people, yeah, they sold all of their cars during the pandemic because right. people weren't moving around. Now, here's the interesting thing: during the pandemic, people always ask me, "Well, how did you survive the pandemic?" I actually survived quite well because people couldn't go into places, so they would rent the cars, drive down to Galveston or drive That's to true. Austin, and that would be their That's little true. vacation. That's true. And so during the pandemic, I had to lower my prices a little bit, but I didn't really miss a beat. Did you see yeah. a drop off? Um, I saw. So you remember, I kind of came in you on the right pandemic, yeah, right? Right, right? And so for me, it was regular. You know, <laughs> I, I was just like, oh man, this, you know. For me, it was honestly regular, but after the pandemic, Ooh. then, because you kept telling me, you kept saying, nah, man, just wait till after the pandemic. I was like, well, I mean, this is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. And as soon as the pandemic, man, uh. it was crazy. I had to. I had to step back. I had to pull them off. It was just so many. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's yeah. so much. And so now we've got people that are running them. I can't run them. Ten cars. Uh, it's allowed me to be able to employ other folks and to be able to manage uh, at a higher level and let them go out and then pay them. And so it's 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 a one of the goals. I talked about this at the beginning of the years. I wanted to hire thirty people this year. Right, right. And so I think right now uh, I'm up to. 
25 people that have gotten on Turo, right. and then there's a, another four people that I've, I've hired, and I got hit with a big offer on Monday. I can't talk about that here, but y'all just be praying about that. But this is something that's going to be game-changing yeah, uh, for, 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 the, for the city and for the people that are around me that can be able to be benefactors of it because it's not just for us. You know, right, it's right, never, right. I mean, once you get enough stuff, at that point, you you really live out the scripture and talk about the overflow, right? Right. right? right. When it pours out too much that you can handle, you got to be able to to share it, and that's that's the cool part about tour. What has allowed me to do and uh, allowed me to be able to be uh, in this this particular uh, market. So, what would you say? Uh, let's five pros for Turo, okay. five cons. Okay, uh, five pros for Turo. Um, the the money is pretty good. Okay. Um, in the instance of the car wreck, if something does happen in the car wreck, they, they take care of you. Okay. Um, as far as like, you know, those type of things, they do take care of you. Uh, I'm probably gonna give you three because five is a stretch. Okay. Um, uh, and the third one is, uh, you know, it's it's uh, income as you sit down. You okay. know, okay. It, 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 it's, it's that it's making that money while you sleep. So right. those those things are, are good. The cons would be uh, the time. It, okay. it, it is time consuming. Uh, I know that you may say, well, you know, you just leave your car and drop off, but it can become time consuming. Mm -hmm. Another con is, um, um, your marriage can end up. No, 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 I'm playing. Uh, another another yeah, so con is, another con is, and this is the biggest con. People drive your cars like how you drive a rental car. Let's right, just be honest. Right, right, when I'm right. in my car, if I hit a bump, I'm like ooh. Yeah. When I'm in a rental car, I'm like doo doo, and I put it in reverse and doo doo, hit it again and drive back over it just to Don't feel that. To just to feel that because I haven't been able to do that in my car. But uh, no, I'm being honest. We 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 people are going to drive your cars, and that's a big right. con uh, yeah. for me because I take care of my stuff, and then. Um, um, then the third kind may be, um, I don't know, a mileage. Your, your mileage okay. is going to okay. go up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a limit to your mileage on Turo, 130,000 miles. Those, that's another question that people ask. 130,000 miles is the max uh, that you right. can put on. So you don't want to put a car on there with 120,000 miles because you don't really have a lot of room to, to, right. to do that. So uh, that's one thing that I would say against. If I had to talk about the pros of of Turo. So the pros are you can definitely make a lot of, and you can set your price. Right. And that's the cool part. You can set your price, you can set your availability, you can set your pickup and drop off location. So it's pretty much yours to be able to navigate that. Now, if you want to make the most of it, mm -hmm. then it may be distance, depending right. on where you live, depending on where you are and how you do business. And you possibly can't do it by yourself, but you can, but you'll be giving Uber a lot of money. When I first started out, Uber was making most of my money. I think for I was sure. working for Uber at the first part for sure, for sure. until I started to kind of get smart and, and talk to the people around me. Uh, and then I was able to kind of build mm -hmm. that out. Uh, the other thing that's, uh, what am I talking about? Pros or cons? Right uh, you're on pros. Pros. Another pro is, uh, of course, you get to get like dream cars. Like mm -hmm. you get to get dream cars. And we've, we found a hack to where we know that there are certain luxury cars that are not that expensive, but right. they are that expensive. That's true. Like when you see them, you're like, dang, you pulled up in that. But they were like, bro, this, yeah. your, your Corolla costs more than this. For yeah. sure, for sure. And that was one of the things that I learned about the cars that we got. Yeah. You know, because I think I turned you on to the, to the sedan, the gold yeah. sedan was like, look, this is less than your Jeep, yeah. you know, but people don't know that. When they see it, it's the, it's the name, right. you know, it carries a lot of weight. So you get to drive around in those, and those look good for your Instagram and for whatever else you're going to put on there that people just like, you know, doing this this time. Uh, another thing is, um, that's good. I mean, that's, those are probably the two best cons. I mean, the best pros. Cons are, cons are you got to have some type of insurance. Now, Turo has its own insurance, right, so right. that's a good thing. Turo's insurance takes a long time to handle stuff, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it's not as quick as your own personal insurance. It does take a while for them to handle it, but you will get paid out. They will take care of you from that end. Another con is if you don't have a system set up, 
it can it can kill you. It can kill your time because people will book in the middle of the night if you don't set your hours. And I was waking up at like 2 a.m., Jay, going right. 45 miles yeah. across town, you know, to do that and still getting up to go to work and doing those things. So I had to cut off some things in order for it to work for me. And so now I think I the first time I got a booking while I was preaching. And uh, when I sat down, I was like, dang, the car got to go out. So I turned my thing off on Sundays. I turn it off when I have to, you know, when I have to do meetings Tuesday morning, we have our meetings. I don't do any bookings. I don't do anything during that time. But I had to learn that. And so that's some of the things that I do in my seminars uh, that I've I've, uh, done uh, so far as I tell people how to set it up so that they don't have to go through what I went through. Um, My craziest story on Turo was uh, I rented out my Porsche Panamera. I had had it a few months. Doing excellent. I mean, the Panamera is uh, excellent. I think I was clearing almost $4,000 a month on, on the Panamera. And uh, she she came and she picked it up. She looked a little, she picked it up. And uh, she took the car and then one, this was right when the pandemic first hit. This was maybe in, in the end of April. Because uh, I think we went on, um, uh, everybody was in isolation in March. And in April, we had just finished doing service online. We had just uh, finished it. And I got a phone call from her, and she was like, hey, uh, Mr. Carlos, somebody stole your car. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, I was at a party last night, and uh, I drove up to the party, and I wanted to go see who was on, in- on the inside. I left the car running, went inside, and when I came back out, the car was gone. Now, this story kind of seemed unbelievable, right. which we don't know if it's believable or not. But the car was gone until about a month later, I got a call from Manhattan Beach, California. Have you ever heard of Manhattan Beach, California? I've never heard of it either. Manhattan Beach, California. said, so this is Manhattan Beach, California Police Department. Uh, is this Carlos Jones? I said, yeah. They said, we have your Porsche Panamera. I was like, yes, y'all found wow. it in California. That's like, crazy. how in the world did it get all the way to California? So what happened was... This was an inside job. So they got the car, stole the car from Houston, took it to California, scraped all of the VIN numbers off. There's one under the seat. There's one under the windshield. Uh, There's two more that's in there. They took them all out, replaced them with fake VIN numbers, and they sold the car to somebody. So somebody bought the car for 20-something thousand, maybe more than that, and they got a fake fake deal wow and this is how the police caught him jay so there was a car that was supposed to go into a hotel but you know how sometimes you have to like go the wrong way because it's not like straight on you have to kind of go up the wrong way to get in they did that going into a hotel they lit him up saw that the serial number was not a real serial number and they wound up getting the car back man so so after about a, a month and about 15 days i got the car back but here's the cool part so the insurance totaled it out uh, because it had some stuff that was wrong with it. I bought it back from the insurance for like $8,000, wow. um, paid that off, bought another Panamera, put that wow. one on there, and then I was able to do the Panamera on the side. So then I had something that was income producing. But in the end, it all worked out, wow. and uh, I still got that car to this day, and I'm not paying as much on it, but it's still making a ton of money. That's good, uh, man. And it's rolling, man, and it's doing a great job. And So there are some things that you need to know, and some people listen to me talk, and they go, I'm going to do it. You can do that, or you can go ahead and just pay for the mentorship and for the training and be able to get some of the ins and outs, you know, because we've done it. We know what's going on. We know what it's like to to follow. We know what it's like to be up in the middle of the night trying to do this and trying to do that. And your wife is, I didn't even want to ask my wife to do nothing. I would call other people because she was like, why you don't ask me? And I was like, I don't want you to even have to go through all of that because it's a lot. It's a lot. It can be a lot of work, but it does give you an opportunity to be able to do that for other folks. So anything that you would tell somebody that's thinking about Turo, last comments, last things, any wisdom to give somebody starting a business 
or anything that that's kind of helped you to stay focused and to know when I got to pull them off or put them back on to kind of know what, what that looks like? Um, I think that uh, whenever, whenever you start anything, the first thing that you want to do is get knowledge and get wisdom. The word of God mm -hmm. says and all that get and get understanding. And so before you start, before you start anything, uh, don't just, you know, hear it or, or say, oh, I'm going to jump into it, but, but actually do some discovering, uh, mm -hmm. actually do some learning, look at the ins and outs, the pros and cons, kind of, right. listen to this podcast kind of, right. and, uh, and then, uh, you know, move forward. And then when you move forward, don't, don't take a step back. So I think that that's, that's one of the biggest things. That's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I would say, definitely pray before you go into any venture. Um, and if there's any apprehension in your spirit, ask God to show you what that is right, right. Uh, and ask God to give you clarity and direction. Uh, I'm a strong believer in not jumping ahead of God. Uh, if God gives me an eerie feeling about it or if it's like, a, mm, I don't know, I go with that. Like, okay. I don't second guess myself. I always, uh, I always listen to the Holy Spirit because I've noticed that when I second guess myself, then that's me second guessing the Holy Spirit. God is, uh, he, he's the first voice. And so that's been crucial for me in business and in anything that I've done is I seek God first and I pray God to, to every morning. Every morning I'm up at 3 a.m. And that first hour that I'm up, I'm just asking God, what do you want me to do today? What is it that you would have me to do? How can I, uh, uh, or what did I do yesterday? Because I may have to call somebody and apologize for something that I didn't even know that I did, but he'll bring it back to my memory in those moments. And then once God gives you clear direction, like you say, man, go 100%. Right. Don't worry about who's in front of you, who's stopping you, who's who's got something negative to say about it. Take the feedback. I good feedback, negative feedback, whatever it is, take the feedback. Chew the meat, spit out the bones, and continue to move on, man, right. and, and and watch God do what God is going to do in the midst of it. And I think that's crucial. For sure, for sure. Uh, to, to be able to do that. And then once you do that, man, get as much information. Like, that's crucial. Get as much information before you jump into it. Uh, I do do a class uh, on it. And uh, if you want to know more information about that, you can email us at online uh, at gmail.com. That's online at gmail.com. And you can check us out at the Screw It Podcast. Uh, sure. Because we have more, you know, great content that's coming out, and you can go find us at the screwuppodcast.com. Uh, We're there, uh, and this is going to be launching on YouTube soon, so that's going to be cool. great as well. Yeah. But hey, man, it's definitely a way, not the only way. You know, some folks do real estate, some people uh, have Amazon accounts. There's other ways for you to be able to to, to bring money in and not exchange hours for dollars, right? Because right, right. you want to be able to do what you love uh, and be able to move. Somebody asked me the other day, they say, "Mom, when are you going to quit preaching?" I said, "What? What are you talking about?" Like pastoring that's that's what i'm called to do this two row this is just money and so money is not a calling is two rows not a calling two row is an income producing yes, thing that will allow you to be able to do more uh and pour back into what you want to do right into mm -hmm. what you you you're called to do and what god has you to do and so i will never stop passion no matter how much money i make through two row it's always will be a side job because it's not purpose and right. so don't forget about your purpose when you're chasing these dollars man because at the end of it money is money it can only do what it can do, but health is more important. Relationships are more important. And never sacrifice those things in order for you to, to chase a dollar, man. So, right. hey, you got to say screw it to something. And I believe that if you say screw it and jump into the Turo game, it's definitely beneficial. And we thank you guys for joining in and take us away. Yes, yes. Well, we want to thank each and every one of you all for joining us today. We hope that today's episode put opportunity on your mind. If you're interested in learning more about how you can start a small business with Turo, Pastor Carlos is ready to leave the way if you don't have faith the first thing you want to do is listen to the episode over and over again and share it with friends next go ahead and order the book screw it because that's what the radical faith is all about i believe the book will get you ahead in life position your faith for the future you want i'm jordan jones 
And I'm Pastor Carlos Jones the second. And we are heading out. Before we leave, always remember that in life, we go through it. Just do it. Screw it. Thanks for joining the Screw It Podcast. Keep up with the Screw It Podcast at carlosjones2.com. Follow the Screw It Podcast hashtag and get the book available on Amazon. Join us for another episode real soon.